Alright. <laughs> Start it off here on Lane's Secret Presents Not a Football Podcast. <laughs> I'm Jesse. Grace is here. Britt's here. Keelan's here. That's left to right on my Zencaster screen. Uh, Keelan's cat Dude is also uh, making Dude is here. presence felt. I'm assuming. Her. 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 Yeah, I, I shouldn't assume based on the name Dude. I mean, uh, I don't really know. I don't know her pronouns. So. Wait, is this? Is she just walking in circles? Because she, she just is, went out one side of the screen and, and in the other. She's walking in circles. That's awesome. Uh, my cat Puffin is quietly lying down on the rug. Yuppie the dog, nowhere to be seen. Do we have any other show pets? We've not discussed this. Uh, Grace well, has no pets. Yuppie. She is shaking her head in no, this audio medium. Here somewhere. He's. He's, he's probably asleep in the linen closet because that's his new favorite place to nap. Because my cat is a goddamn weirdo. <laughs> Same. So is Yuki the only dog? I have two dogs. Okay. Dos. Uh, Hank Dos and Mr. Wendell. She. Okay. Well, they're, we, we they're are also obviously down. fans of, uh, of Juice Kiffin. Uh, the best dog in the SEC. That's right, Ugga. We said it. Awesome. <laughs> uh, Damn. But this this bit continues with lanesecret.com uh because they keep winning. It's not a surprise that they keep winning um when they played Vanderbilt. Um but I I actually I turned this game on cuz Ole Miss was losing at halftime. Um and then they scored a million touchdowns in a row uh to to blow Vandy out and cover the spread which we didn't bet on them we'll talk about betting later um but i saw lane come out yeah he did his halftime interview with uh Alyssa Lyon. um what i noticed i noticed two things one was just how candid he was in saying just and not like in that mean like sabin way or or the dismissive dabbo-y way just like the yeah yeah, we screwed around in the first half, and we can't do that. Uh, we're gonna have to put it together and play a lot better in the second half. Like it was just, it was honest and like at the same time, really weird and uncomfortable because he was making absolutely no eye contact with the person he was talking to, and like his eyes were darting all over the stadium. And so close to being good, Lane. So close. It's it's almost like he's been told like. If if you make eye contact, you will get like weird with people um, <laughs> because you're a weird guy. I don't know. I'm I'm theorizing. I know very little here about um, how this man has changed over the past several years, but it is clear that there is some kind of change here, and I think that there is also something because I've been thinking about this way too much about his success with transfers and that, yeah, maybe Lane Kiffin isn't the guy that you want to like be your mentor when you're fresh out of high school. But if you've had a couple of years of college and like he can talk to you as, as more of an adult um, and less as uh, Matthew McConaughey and Dazed and Confused. <laughs> um, 
then then it can work. And I think that it kind of is working for them right now. Cause like, I think that they went into the locker room there at halftime at Vandy and yeah, they were like, they probably went up there saying, yeah, we're a top 10 team. We beat Kentucky. We got no problem coming up here to Vandy, kick these guys ass. They come out, find out that Vandy is a representative division one football program, um, which is a change of pace. With an asterisk. <laughs> yeah. They're not a representative Power Five program, but I think they could hang in the in the MAC. Oh yeah, yeah that that's true. That's true. Like you can't like you can't just show up and like pace those guys. Yeah. Um, and and that's what they learned that lesson, and he's able to go in there and say like, "Look, that's not good enough. You guys are screwing around," and and like where. You know, the 18, 19-year-olds aren't going to get that and process that the same way. I think that, you know, 22, 23-year-olds who have been through it before and know, like, what it means to kind of be mailing it in. Um, that's something that, that – that's what we learned through our college years is, like, mailing it in and, like, the, the amount of effort that you need to put in to get the job done. Um, they're going to have times when they when they need max effort, and and they were able to kind of practice that in the second half, and it really embarrassed Vanderbilt. They were just running off plays against those guys, and making them look like Vanderbilt is supposed to look. So, uh, we are dangerously close to a world where there's an undefeated Ole Miss um, hosting Alabama. Oof. Um, their next games before that are um this week you know auburn at home which is chaos agent um but also they suck yeah auburn sucks um at lsu tough mm, game yeah. but old miss is better than lsu Ole Miss is a lot better um yeah and and at a&m which is tough <laughs> and <but> yet <laughs> like what is a&m's mindset going to be at the end of october seriously beginning in november whenever that game is and then it's alabama they like they could legit be what are, are they now six now no they're five now you should know this six and oh six and oh they could and... legit be nine and oh going to face alabama at home college game day uh at the grove middle was, of november i feel like i mean their last game was really close i feel like their time is coming or it'll just make them stronger I don't know. It, it's. I'm not saying it's gonna happen. I'm just saying that is a realistic and probably probable. Yeah. Thing. It's coming. Nine and zero. Lane Kiffin Man. versus Nick Saban. Otter hating Nick Saban. <laughs> um. Bringing that back. So. I've, I've gone on my long rant, um, and, and you guys have tolerated that. Um, what did you guys like this week in in this wacky doodle sport? I did not like the play call that AM made on that last touchdown um, after getting 15 yards handed to them. With three seconds left. That was just like, – not only was the play call bad, the quarterback he, – he, like, didn't <clears> – <throat> it's like you have this chance against Alabama – and they threw it away. I was pretty disappointed in that. Turned the game on. A couple minutes left. So pumped. Let me down. Didn't really think Jimbo was going to do it two years in a row, though. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Too much. That was too much to ask for. That was too much to ask for. But yeah, Illinois ranked now too. 
for a little 9-6 win over Iowa. <laughs> it's just... <laughs> Love a good five-field goal game. That... Can't really beat that. <laughs> I feel like in light of the college kicker scenario, I feel like maybe maybe we should appreciate that as being... Yeah, that's fair. Uh, uh, a special teams masterclass. And just ignore the moderate severe dumpster else fire that is the rest of it yeah like look, look at how good the kickers are not just the kickers but the offense by punt that <laughs> iowa put on in that game gaining That's yardage right. just... <laughs> then moving backwards and punting again the the fact that they took a was it a fumble recovery or no? It was a muffed punt. It was a muffed punt. Yeah, and the then a fumble they, recovery. The fact that they turned that into negative yardage is just I, so Iowa. I know I was going to say it's so a, Iowa. Right, it's a punchline. <laughs> like it's it sounds like something somebody made up specifically to make fun of Iowa. Yeah. Thus proving that no one can make fun of Iowa more than Iowa can. Yeah, I and it's like. True. We've been doing a, a bit here um, for for quite some time. Um, I, I don't think Ole Miss is involved in in our bit, but Iowa seems to have um, not just run with it, but um, what the hell? It's <laughs> <laughs> a good way to summarize yeah. it. <laughs> the The thing that continues to amaze me about Iowa, though, right? It's who is actually getting the blame for all of this like, yeah <laughs> look in that situation you are absolutely going to blame your oc that is a completely reasonable reaction mm-hmm. but there seems to be this weird disconnect between that and like okay but go just go one step further just i'm, I'm begging you to connect the dots just a one little further. just like it's so close you've almost got it like no, how is I mean... brian taking all of the heat for this it's it's tough. It's tough to draw a real connection there between um, the offensive coordinator and the head coach, um, who's a you know obviously a defensive minded special teams kind of head coach, and the kind of head coach who's going to leave um, his offensive planning then to his coordinator. That's the kind of thing that you usually see. I think that there is a lot of difference at Iowa between. Um, the head coach and the offensive coordinator. So it, it does make some sense to me that uh, people are drawing that distinction. <laughs> so the irony of that, though, really, is that you're you're not wrong. Like, that is an absolutely accurate description if the offensive coordinator was literally anyone else. God. But what if? <laughs> what if? <laughs> Just- like, Kirk is also, like, he hates Brian as much as anything, but he's got to <laughs> yeah. give him oh, a job because that's sure. his son. For sure. Like, if, so, if, if they're Kirk's all trapped in this job for this guy, like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Maybe Iowa's the Bermuda Triangle. It's where everyone also, goes Also, we're, we're talking mm-hmm. about Kirk Ferentz and the assistants he hires. Let's go back to that with, uh, you know, strength coach McRacist head. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. That Irish. I don't remember that guy's name. Um, I don't know. Um, you know, could be a 
Dutch, Norwegian, there's a lot of mix there. Uh, a lot of different kind of races make their way to Iowa. Um, so that's, I, I, yeah. So yeah, you could put Kirk's assistant hiring under the gun, but certainly um, he's unrelated to the offense. <laughs> it's just as an outsider, right? Like if someone with no dog in this fight, it is truly the weirdest shit to witness. Like yeah. Iowa as an entity is weird enough as it is. But then this reaction, like everybody wants Brian's head. Brian's got to be fired. Brian's going to get run out of Iowa. Brian should be drawn and quartered and tarred and feathered and that, you know, put in the stocks in ta- the town square and stuff, mm-hmm. which sure. Yeah. Like a reasonable reaction. But just the fact that that is continually where it ends is like, I don't, it's it's just beyond me. It is truly the weirdest shit to witness. Yeah. I I don't have any answers and I I shudder to think uh what is next for <laughs> Iowa. Um are they on our slate of games for this week to pick on? No, they are not, thank goodness, but that means that I don't know who they're playing. Um Maybe it's a buy. God it? willing, it is. And it is. All right. <laughs> an Iowa list football week. Everybody Iowa free to... week of football. They this play is be Ohio State stuff. the week after, oh, though. Lord. Oh, yeah. That. Jesus. <laughs> Wait, where is that game? At I- Ohio State. Okay, they're going to lose by a million points. Uh-huh. Approximately, yeah. Yeah, I, they they've got a chance against Northwestern the week after that, honestly. Yeah, kick a few field goals. Yeah. <laughs> right. a, the horseshoe. It's a nice stadium for kicking field goals. Yeah. Uh, right. So this this week, um, oh, Keelan, was there anything you liked this week? We we skipped you, I think, or we didn't. We just had Grace, and I I'm keep being really terrible track of everything no no you're good yeah I mean I think I think Alabama without Bryce Young that was interesting and close so that was one that was interesting to me um and I'm interested to see where they go I don't know if they'll be nine and oh I feel like they're a little vulnerable now but then again as we've talked about before they get that Saban super Saban cyan strength where yeah they just keep going and keep Keep growing stronger by the day. Um, I will also note that Nebraska won again by a point against Rutgers. Uh, oh, so <laughs> that was interesting. That, and in, in my household, that was, household, on that was a good. Friday night in Piscataway. Right. Uh, yeah. Most of us were watching the uh, the Mets and Padres. So I I was watching the Mets and Padres at. Mets and Padres and mm-hmm. saw that Rutgers was wearing black and, and thought, Oh, that's uh, neat. The Mets wearing black too. And, and Rutgers was winning at the time. And yeah, it, it didn't work out well for anybody. Um, Rutgers, my home big 10 team, of course, uh, here in big 10 country. Um, <laughs> There's been a curse. Yeah. Next, next week they go out to face Purdue who helped us to, uh, to oh, yeah. get some, cash money did they yes they did because only um kansas uh had a push they 
they covered well they lost by seven at tcu mm-hmm. um and the spread was seven um, feels a little bit like a betrayal we're just gonna yeah. gonna start there yeah we we've been so good to the jayhawks and uh what do we get in return uh not winning as much money um we had texas yeah they were uh, minus 48 in the Red <laughs> River shootout, and they just barely covered. I don't just know why got we got a minus 48 on that. Um, Tennessee covered at LSU, and uh, Purdue won outright at Maryland. So Purdue gets to face um, Nebraska next, <clears throat> fresh off of that. And and the spread in that was um, something ridiculous that I found um, just kind of crazy. Um, I think Purdue is favored by a lot. I did not put that on our vibes board for for this week, um, which, which we will get to, um, what else do we have to talk about before that though, Britt, you, you have not, um, gotten to share your good thing for the weekend. Um, I spent most of my weekend, weekend watching baseball, so I did not catch as much, as many games as I normally would have, but yeah, I'm just a thrilled. Dumb sport. Uh, yeah. They should stop having it. Yeah. Entirely. Should, should take, be taken under advisement. Uh, but the Gators did win an SEC matchup, so that was fun. Um, even if it was Mizzou, who are only nominally in the SEC, because like, still, why are you here? Um, it's been like, look, it has definitely been long enough that I should not have that reaction every time I see them, and yet still, every time I see them, I'm like, who are you? Who invited you? Why are you here? But yeah, the Gators managed to win a, a conference matchup. Uh, not in in fine fashion, not sterling or anything, but in not embarrassing fashion. Uh, so I'll take it. So I'm curious, do we know if Jalen Milrow back to Alabama is supposed to be the successor to Bryce Young? Or do they have some freshman who's going to come in? Because I don't know. That's a very good question. I mean, you go down to the line against A&M. It's not really what you want to see when I, they usually have somebody like Tua come in and just blow everybody out of the water. It's like, right. oh, it's of course it's Alabama. Your backup's just as good as your starter, but like I'm not, right. I'm not seeing this. I don't know if he's supposed to be the starter next year when Young goes to the NFL. Yeah, uh, but that does bring me to another I interesting mean, thing. Uh, is this, was the starter next year supposed to be Arch Panic? <laughs> and and will not be it, because Texas back. Texas, Texas back. Texas is back. <laughs> oh god, but uh, but speaking of Bama, um, the Egg Bowl this year, hmm, that could be a thing. That that could be a thing. As uh, most, yeah, I mean, as after, most of SEC after, Twitter after Juice and the boys knock off the tide in Oxford. Um, <laughs> yeah, that sets up a juicy Egg Bowl with Mike Lee. <laughs> that's i think that's a great reaction juicy eggs juicy eggs oh, soft boiled uh episode <laughs> title juicy. yeah i'm sorry you were saying about the egg bowl <laughs> oh but it, the way things have gone it does set it up for a potentially very bizarre but uh consequential in a way that it typically is not egg bowl which uh i find delightful because uh auburn is a disaster but they are as have been noted agents of chaos so could go a lot of ways 
Oh, here, are you saying Egg Bowl or Iron Bowl? Why am I saying Egg Bowl? Yes. Because <laughs> the, the, right. right. the Egg Bowl is pretty interesting because Mississippi State. Mississippi State um, is looking pretty. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. I mean, there, there's certainly no Ole Miss, and, and on this show, we <laughs> represented by LaneSecret.com. So. <laughs> But oh, yeah, Mississippi State—they're—they're they're getting it done. Um, yeah, they beat the piss out of Arkansas. Yeah, they beat the stuffing out of Texas A and M before. Like they've—they're um, you know bad loss at LSU, but that's their only loss. All the other games, they've appropriately destroyed everybody that they're supposed to destroy, um, and destroyed one team that they shouldn't have. So. And that was kind of Mike Leach's MO at, at Washington State, too, was, you know, beat beat the crap out of everybody and then just take one really stupid loss mm-hmm. that makes you not an actual title contender. Right. It's good to see him doing the same thing. But it does make for an interesting Egg Bowl, as, as well as, yes, an extremely interesting Iron Bowl um, because it is always um, a, a real treat when you're dealing with an Auburn team that sucks. Oh, yeah. um, because that is, that's their bowl game. That's when they are the most dangerous. It's yeah. when they're terrible. <laughs> November 26th. They are, what are they right now? They they are now uh, one and two in the conference, three and three Whoa. overall. Ooh. Auburn's upcoming games. Home for uh, they are at Ole Miss this week, of course, and then home for Arkansas at Mississippi State, home for A and M, home for Western Kentucky, and then the Iron Bowl. So that's five games before the Iron Bowl that they will probably go one and four, one two and three, yeah, maybe, yeah. Which would leave them. It wouldn't at, shock me to see them manage to knock off AM. Yeah, or five and six, maybe. four and seven. Yeah, or Arkansas maybe. Arkansas's been weak. I think they'll be Arkansas. Arkansas kind of fell off. Yeah. I, they had such a good I was had so much belief in them and then yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Arkansas I will say, seems uh, like they're down. The one yeah. thing that seems um, And that'll be off of Auburn's bye too, so Oh yeah. The one thing that's been interesting with the SEC this year so far is that the sort of mid tier teams um have been still not great but have been like scrappy and just weird in a way that i find entertaining so there's just it's just been a lot of like chaotic outcomes not necessarily Mm -hmm. like entirely weird ones but just ones where you watch the game and you're like what is happening right now (laughs) which i think uh, yeah i i respect that and it's uh kind of why i watch college football honestly so yeah yeah. yeah, it seems like a weird transitionary time for the SEC in general. Uh, it'll be really weird as it expands too, because yeah. what will and, continue and anytime, becoming about? Yeah, anytime that Bama does not have just an absolute chokehold on everything, just that I think then there's such a trickle yeah. down of just chaos yeah. from that and, for sure. And we are living in a national champion Georgia world, right? Exactly, which is just. Hard for really me to talk grasp, about them. So. Like they're just like they're out there. They're doing their thing. They got Stetson Bennett. They'll run into a good team that'll test him eventually, and then we'll see what happens. 
their defense is still just ridiculous. Yeah. 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 Is it as good as last yeah. year? Probably not. Yeah. It's really hard to be as good as they were last year, but they yeah. are really Yeah, but I don't think really I don't feel like it's dropped off a lot though. No, which, not as much as I think people hoped. Right. It they would have, have been understandable. Had you seen like Tennessee a fairly significant gap. Yeah. They they are on the vibes board this week, and they're they're one to think about because they are thirty nine and a half point home favorites against Vanderbilt. Woof. <laughs> but against Vandy, yeah, that feels that's probably. I kind of gotta take, yeah, 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 yeah. I take that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a uh, Vandy. Vandy might have looked competent against Ole Miss. That was uh, their homecoming game um, against an Ole Miss team that was screwing around. And now Georgia has that tape. Um, but do we want to, do we want to get into that now before we get into uh, the the other thing that we have here with uh, our our terrible dawning of mind of what could also happen at Auburn eventually? Oh God! Let's go with that first, and we'll close with the good vibes of the pit of, of the pick. Yeah. Um, continuing uh, with finesse watch. Uh, bag watch will find get get some kind of uh, theme music drop on that maybe um, the the Ed Orgeron Memorial um, <laughs> finesse watch <laughs> Matt Rule that is Bobby Petrino erasure yeah okay. the, the Bobby Petrino oh. um, motorcycle safety uh, bag watch <laughs> 2022. Um, <sighs> Matt Rule, four years left on a seven-year contract I with just, the Carolina Panthers, and they oh, just tell him to peace out. God. Nice work if you can get it. Imagine yeah. being so bad at your job that they will pay you $40 million to stop doing it. Like, I, 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 I want that job. I, like, I got to respect it. That's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Also... This is now a man with $40 million who probably, because he's a a football coach, will not do the smart and admirable thing and take that money and live the rest of his life on a beach sipping margaritas. (laughs) He's going to try to coach football again, the dumbass. I never get why. He doesn't need to make quite as much money. This is just a reminder that rich people are bad at being rich, right? It's like like the rich people who stay on Twitter. Yeah. And just stay on Twitter making asses of themselves. You have more money than God. Go do literally anything else. Anything with your life. else. And give, you give could not pay me enough. Tweet. Grace you could not pay doesn't. me enough money to be on Twitter if I had that I, kind of money. Give me millions of dollars. Cut off my internet connection. I don't care. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. You also, would never hear from me again. When they go back to coach college, you're going to end up in some like random middle of nowhere town where you are stuck. You don't get to go anywhere fun. Then you have to travel the country and talk to a bunch of bratty 16-year-olds every year who all think they're hot shit. And you could have just taken that $40 million and moved to Jamaica and lived out the rest of your life happy. Like, I just don't get it. Go put your money in an offshore account in like Turks and Caicos or some shit. Seriously. Never be heard from again. Buy a vacation home. Put some away for your kids, you know. Or, Or what you could do is the thing that you were talking about, Grace. Go to some middle of nowhere place, talk to Brady's 16 year olds, try to get them to come to Lincoln, Nebraska. <laughs> oh. 
It's a good idea. Peel in your face. Just <laughs> incredible. <laughs> it's incredible. It says everything. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I think they should just stick with what they're doing now because, oh, God. <laughs> this is not going to go well. The awful thing, right? The awful thing about this completely fabricated scenario is that it's entirely believable. Like, yeah. Matt, Matt Rule does feel like. Uh, just very Nebraska, like we're gonna go hire an NFL coach. Yeah. Like they, yeah. they're, they would think things. they're so smart, mm-hmm. um, and it would just and he would come in, and like, oh, but he'd be he'd be coming disaster. in talking like all about the black shirts, and they would love him, right? That's how like it always starts. Five seconds. Yeah, there's a definitely a big honeymoon period, even yeah. though sometimes it's like I, I think it made. I mean, it made a lot of sense with Scott Frost, but because he was like hometown hero and he had right. done well right. with UCF so it was like there's no reason not to believe well I mean there were but it was a little more believable I don't I don't know for this <laughs> yeah at the time I didn't think it was a bad hire <laughs> yeah even aside from the fa- from his connection to the school like yeah he's in. Yeah. He, had, it made- he had done well he had a good track record at that point and then you throw in mm-hmm. the fact that he did you know have that hometown hero connection it made total yeah. sense didn't work but it made total sense there at least with like defensible logic to it yeah yeah certainly more so than going to the baylor university well yeah it's just not a but that would be a selling point wouldn't it all the success he had yeah right there in, in the big 12 the real natural home conference of nebraska What what is the feeling on that? Do people like, I I have no idea. On what? On Nebraska. Like, does does the Big (laughs) Ten feel like. As a concept, yes. (laughs) Yeah. What is Nebraska as a concept? It's like a, I feel like it's like a biome. It's like its own thing. (laughs) It's a place that you don't want to drive east in at sunrise. I know that. Um, Yeah. Or during a snowstorm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But yeah, um, I don't but, know. I mean, I think, yeah, I mean, people hate them. It's like there's a very big Alabama uh, adjacency in that they were good and a cocky about it. And so a lot of people get very offended by that. But now, instead of continuing to be good, they are terrible. So there's a lot of like bitter bitterness, especially from iowa people um about nebraska well look if you're an iowa fan you gotta have something i guess so yeah you gotta you gotta have somebody to punch down on right (laughs) right right there's not much so like take what you can get yeah nebraska represents punching down for iowa that is (laughs) that's the saddest assessment yet of how far that program has fallen i think (laughs) Getting bullied by Iowa. <laughs> it's like, yeah, Iowa just taking out all of their misery on Nebraska and hospital kids. That's <laughs> just shameful. Shameful <laughs> Iowa football. Nepotism. And, you know, just every everything that's wrong with America really can be um, summed up with Iowa football. (laughs) 
So true. Maybe. I don't know. Um, what, what else uh, was there about that? There was uh, the other suggestion that Matt Rule might find a home uh, at in uh, eastern Alabama. Where is Auburn? Auburn is kind of in, yeah, south. It's like middle, I was going to say Middle East. That's not right at all. It's in the Middle East. Uh, yeah. Auburn <laughs> University, it's in the Middle East. <laughs> they in the would... Middle East. It's, like, it's way over. They have to pay. They finally got to the Holy and... Land. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, it's like south of Birmingham, but it's not like as south. I feel weird saying South Alabama because it's not super far south. south Alabama is a, a totally different place. It is. It's way more like Louisiana. Yeah, so. you're talking about South Alabama. You're talking about like the Gulf, then. Yeah, yeah. Florabama. Yeah, right. it's right. weird down there. Show. Uh, me I didn't. I didn't feel like ever feel the need to watch that show because, like, I have enough yeah. relatives there that, like, I've seen that show. Exactly. So. Yeah, it's like <laughs> I've lived this. I don't need to. Right. Like, gonna... no, no. That they're my people. It's fine. We don't need to really. Yeah, I don't need to glamorize this or whatever. <laughs> That is right. there. Right. As as far as Auburn goes, and, you know, I guess we can loop Florida in on this as well because he's got the history there. Um, am I the – have people noticed this before, and I just haven't, that um, Auburn, the letters can be rearranged to Urban U? I was wondering what that note was. <laughs> I was like, what, is this, what does this mean? Hmm. <laughs> There, there are few ideas that are more awful, which means mm. I want to see it happen. Purely for the just spitefulness of wanting to watch that dumpster fire. <laughs> yeah. Same. I mean, if there is a place where a sentient sweater vest with a god complex um, could thrive and succeed um, against all odds um, of it ever working out because nothing there makes sense it's auburn yeah yeah just it would be fun to see saban and meyer go head to head every year oh yeah yeah i mean i mean urban would get his absolute ass handed to him absolutely but it would doubt. be great it would be but it'd be so great to watch fantastic that. television really an odd feeling saban would leave the sport into hero. the iron bowl and <laughs> yeah. being like Roll Tide! Right, like that, yeah. that's just a weird right. a weird feeling on a number of levels. I like yeah. it. Let's go. Let's do this. Yeah. Let's it's, all the it's, time. Right. it's time to turn the national mood around on Alabama. It is. I, it, it, what, what do they do? Competence, um, success, mm-hmm. a lot of joy. Maybe that's our job. We we will bring the joy and the passion uh, to Alabama football um, through our partnership with LaneSecret.com and taking down <laughs> otter-hating Nick Saban and bringing to Alabama the kind of leader and stability that it truly needs. <laughs> Juice not, not Yeah, not coming to Burville. Oh, my God, no. <laughs> Yeah, just, look, why, why is that the stupidest that's the legacy that Urban has to live up to, right? Oh God, right. I I still you... just have a hard time wrapping my head around the fact that like the stupidest and least successful SEC football coach, or at least one of them in recent memory, is the one who is in the Senate. 
Like, just this is a failed country, and that's your example. Yeah, we're, we're sending our worst, for sure, <laughs> right, right, to represent right. us. They're not sending their best, as as a man once said. But Jesse, it's interesting because the the point you made about Matt Rule that like you have now you have if you're going to coach football now you have to go like kiss up to sixteen year olds who think they're hot shit. Grace made that point. Oh, there, yeah. there you go. Um, it is com- it's completely accurate, and also the thing that I cannot imagine Urban doing at this stage in his career. Like mm-hmm. I don't know that he ever was particularly good at it. Like I don't think that was really his bread and butter, even when he was successful. Like he did fine recruiting wise, but I think that it was never really like a like a his magic touch thing. I think it was that he he had good assistance and he rode on the reputation of the schools he was coaching at. Yeah. But now, at this stage in his career, having had time in the NFL and all of that, I truly cannot imagine. Him having to go and sit down in some 16 year old kid's living room and listen to him and his mom and dad talk about how amazing he is and like make urban sell them on Auburn or wherever. <laughs> like, could you, could you imagine? I can imagine it with a checkbook. Yeah. I can well, I can imagine like... Urban Meyer sleeping with people's wives, some of the players' moms. I think that's what would happen. Oh my god! You it would inevitably <laughs> end in like the trashiest possible scandal. Exactly. <laughs> Urban Meyer stole my wife. I'm telling right, my son. Right. My son is a starting quarterback and his stepson. Right. Oh my god! <laughs> it's a soap opera. I just oh. The more we talk about it, the more I'm convinced that it is the worst possible idea. And also the more convinced I am that I want to see it. Me too. Yeah. I I, like this chaos. I want to see, uh, yeah, chaos agent needs to coach chaos agent team. Brian Harson's boring. Get him out of there. Yeah. Get out of the paint, Brian. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, yeah, Keelan, you're going to have to get out of here pretty soon right so it's true uh, soonish yeah so let us do our vibes picks for the week we are uh seven oh and one in the last two weeks we'll forget about what happened before that um pretty good yeah so we've got a, a bunch of of different ones to to choose from here um i will um find a pen if i have one I don't. Do I? No. No. Okay. I've got the screen here. That's fine. Um, all right. So you got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight games. All right. We'll uh, we'll try to pare these down to. You know what we can do with this is we can choose between each pair of games, um, and, and see what we like. Uh, so first up, we've got Penn State plus seven at Michigan, or Kansas plus 7.5 at Oklahoma. Um, any of these four teams that we feel strongly about. I, I personally like Kansas getting a touchdown at Oklahoma because Kansas is pretty good. And um, Oklahoma is dog crap. Yeah. Yeah. Oklahoma. I like, really I like Kansas here. Oklahoma's yeah, like a mess. Kansas. Okay. So that, that one's easy. Kansas has the vibes there. Um, next up we, we have, 
our new favorite team, uh, once they get everything <laughs> together and put a dog as their head coach, <laughs> Alabama Crimson Tide, seven and a half point favorites at Josh Heupel's Tennessee. Or, for some reason, Maryland is a ten and a half point favorite on the road at Indiana in October. Interesting. These are these are tough challenges. Um, I I found that weird because I thought Indiana was. I didn't watch any of Indiana, Michigan, but I was under the impression from scoreboard watching that Indiana was at least representing itself against uh, Michigan at the Big House. No, they Um, had a they had a good. um, It was at Memorial. It wasn't at the Big House. Okay, IU looked dumb. Like their defense looked pretty legit. Yeah, second half Michigan kind of ran away with it, but it looked they looked good. Yeah, Um, while Maryland was losing at home to Purdue, Mm -hmm. and now Maryland goes on the road and is a ten and a half point favorite against Indiana, and yeah, I'm wondering um, we could take Indiana. Why I would do that? Yeah, so we'll take more points. We're grabbing underdogs this week. It feels like, and that brings us to one of the biggest underdogs of the week. Vanderbilt getting that 39 and a half at Georgia or LSU plus three at Florida. (laughs) I feel like I got to take Georgia on this one. (laughs) Yeah, that is the horrifying thing, right? That I do think that I do think think Georgia's might be the safer point. (laughs) Right. It's going to be like 63 to three. Yeah. yeah. I feel like I, 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 I felt better about Florida earlier before you talked about them, Britt. <laughs> I I don't know how I feel about them giving three points against LSU. Not that I want to be on LSU either. No. and Well, but the thing is, too, is that Florida's played a lot of really close games. So I feel like that's – they've had a lot of close games that were decided by a field goal. Yeah. Yeah, like so that, against South Florida. That feels like it. I was joking. <laughs> so we, <laughs> joking. <laughs> we yeah. seem pretty pretty sold on Georgia beating beating Vandy by six touchdowns. Yeah. Yeah. Cause the thing is is the de- the combination of the Georgia defense and Vandy, I don't they're not gonna get much on the board. So it's not like Georgia has to score 70 or something to cover that. Yeah. I'm curious how many points Georgia's defense scores in this game. I don't think it's going to be zero. No, it, it will be. I do it, think it, it might it be, be more a than Vanderbilt's total number. number of points. <laughs> <laughs> I think that that would be a lot of fun when yeah. we have a dollar on it. Uh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> I'm into it. Um, last pair we've got. Clemson is a four and a half point favorite, which seems low, but also Florida State is better than I think. And Clemson is maybe not that good. I don't know. Or I put this one on here because, uh, you know, why not? UNC is a six and a half point favorite at Duke. Mm. Or we could go back to one of the other games. I'll put it this way. I think 
Clemson is the safer bet. Yeah. But, like, spiritually, I really always want to root for UNC to beat Duke. Yeah, fair. I would yeah. go Clemson. Definitely not the safer bet, but. Yeah, do we want to spend our night, like, riding with Dabo? Yeah, when you put it that way. Indiana. We got Kansas. We got Indiana. We got Georgia. Yeah, I mean, and look, we if, got... we're, if we're taking the vibes, I think that UNC is the obvious. I choice. think so. That's fair. We beat those private school kids. I went to one. I don't really care. Um... <laughs> I lived in North Carolina for a couple of years, though, and uh, no offense to Duke fans, but uh, Duke fans are goddamn insufferable. <laughs> yeah. Um, just, yeah. No, there's uh, nothing nothing wrong about that. Nothing nothing at all. So, um, yeah, that's, that's our picks. We've got uh, our vibes are Kansas, Indiana, Georgia, North Carolina. Uh, we're going to flip those four Senate seats. Um, no, we're not going to flip the Georgia one. Um, <laughs> hang on. Uh, <laughs> hang on. Um, <laughs> yeah, no. I, I, yeah. Do we have anything else to talk about this week? Did you anybody see? tear down any goalposts? I feel like we talk about that every episode. Yeah, I, I, didn't, I didn't know see any goalposts, so. teardowns. Didn't see any. Peace in the valley for now. <laughs> <laughs> there wasn't, wasn't any really landmark win by anybody this week, I feel like. No, it was a lot of, like, well, they're close games that were surprising, but yeah. But not not to a goalpost tearing down degree. Yeah. Yeah, so... All right. Well, we will talk through the week. We'll we'll try at some point to start talking more um, on the Discord. I'm already there, so I, I will share oh, yeah. some college football mm-hmm. through the week on that channel. Um, anybody else have anything cool going on this week? I mean, it's playoff season, so I'm just trying not to uh, <laughs> arf while very uh, neurotically deciding what Yankee shirt I should wear tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> Given given the uh, historical track record of all of my clothing, yeah. that is a tough thing to puzzle out. Um, no, and and also to remember from year to year which ones are the good shirts um, to wear. Yeah, it's always it's a quite mm-hmm. well, and, and also uh, my my choices are mainly between uh, Garrett Cole, Dijon Mayhew, or uh, like eight year old uh, David Robertson jersey. So it's it. The vibes are really all over the place, and uh, DJ may not even end up on the roster. So go a lot of ways. Well, folks, if you need good vibes in your wardrobe, there's only one place to go, and that's LaneSecret.com. <laughs> Lane Secret, proud sponsor of Not a Football Podcast. I'm Jesse Spector. Uh, for for Keelan and Grace and Britt, thank you so much all for listening, and uh, yeah, we'll see you next time. <laughs>